ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Playing With Myself with your host, your best friend, your dog's new best friend, Sean Christopher. And it is Tuesday, which means it is the day to vote, ladies and gentlemen. November 3rd is voting day, so get out to the polls and vote, dude. I know I am not, but only because all the YouTube ads, dude, they've been telling me to do this shit all year, or for the past, like, not all year, for the past, like, two months, every YouTube ad has been about voting, everything on Facebook has been about voting and telling me to go vote, which is weird, because I feel like I've never seen an election time to where there's so many, hey, you have to go vote things, I feel like this is the first election where there's like 150 ads of people like trying to just push you to go and just vote. Not even for a specific person, just voting in general. So I guess like voting uh, has declined. People don't vote as often or as, as much as they used to, which is fair because I don't know, man. It just seems politics are strange and I'm not going to get into politics. The politics are weird. I don't like them, so none of that. So let's talk about what I did this weekend. I, damn, that was weird. That just sounded weird when it came out. But um, I wrestled. I made my triumphant return to Pro South Wrestling in a seven-man scramble match that ended up becoming a WCW versus NWO revenge weird stipulation kind of match where there's four people in the ring you pin one guy they leave another guy comes out so on on until seven people are you know or whatever have been out and you know it was going pretty good Sorry, I'm really tired, but um, it was going pretty good for a little while. It was going pretty good, actually. And then um, a gentleman hit the old uh, leg drop off the second rope, top rope, wherever the fuck he hit it, and squished my damn head in with the mat. So I was knocked a little loopy, and that was not fun. And then I ended up getting to the final two of the match, getting pinned, one, two, three, I'm out that bitch. I've already um told the story about getting knocked loopy over on Lost in the Sauce. Um, But anyways, yeah. So I got knocked loopy. That was not fun. That was really sad. And it hurt. And uh, But everything's okay. And then later that night, I had plans to go... To a spook house with my main man, Kevin Ryan, and my main second man, Chris Crunk. But, um, I wasn't able to because I wrestled a little late on the Pro South card a lot later than I had wanted. So, um, I wasn't able to do that. But I went to, went in Pelham with my good friend, Mallory, called Warehouse, where, ooh, Man, it's hard for me to talk. Called Warehouse 31. And it was an interesting time. So, we get there. It's an hour and a half. 
uh, for me. So I drive an hour and a half. We get there. We're up in that bitch. And then we real there were so many people in this line. I'm like, damn, there's a lot of people. And then we realized we have these letters. Everyone gets letters to get called up. That they're on letter D and we're letter N. And every letter has like a group of like forty people. And I'm like, damn dude, we're gonna be here for the whole alphabet today. So, we look in this little room, and it's, like, packed to the brim with people, dude. So, we're walking around being awkward. And finally, it starts to clear out a little bit, and we find a little seat in the room, the waiting room. And something really funny happens. This lady who works there, she's trying to put on a movie, I guess, on Amazon Prime. And she's, like, dancing. She's, like, getting it the whole time she's up in this chair, Trying to, like, you know, get a movie on. But there's just one problem I'm having. She keeps going to all the Amazon Prime movies that you have to buy and clicking on them. But then realizing you can't and then, like, skipping back. But then she, like, scroll right past all the free ones and go back to the buy ones and just scroll down those. And this goes on for about, like, 25 minutes this lady is just does not realize how Amazon Prime works. But she's still grooving. And she's just up there in this chair for like 20 minutes with this remote. Like I said, like 25 minutes just sitting there just flicking around. And she just can't find a movie. And it was probably the most entertaining part of the whole like haunted house experience. Was watching that woman try to figure out what Amazon Prime was. So finally she's, boom, children of the corn. She clicks on that bitch. She gets away. And now there is ads. There are ads. Maybe I should correct my own English. There are ads playing. And they're gonna be on for a little while, it looks like. So my main my main homie Mallory walks up to this lady. She taps on the counter. She goes, Hey, can you skip the ads? And it was definitely one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my entire existence is this lady was just taken aback by the fact that Mallory asked her to skip the ads. It was really funny. But it was really only uh not really for the uh the movies, but just for the the lulls. Mallory was like, What if I just went up to this lady and told her to go skip the ads? And it's one of those things where you say, Yeah, that would be so funny. That you don't expect someone to do it. And then Mallory did it and I lost my mind. So. That was fun. And then we get in the haunted house. There's this like 3D maze. Let me just say. Haunted housing. Haunted housing. <laughs> haunted housing. It sounds like they go from an assistant. Like ghost houses. But we have haunted. Uh, Jesus. I'm just off today. Um. But haunted houses, like doing the old haunted house deal, is like one of my favorite things to do. It is like definitely in my top five favorite things to do ever. I don't know because I love spooky season, and I love a bit of an adrenaline junkie. You know, I guess is what they say. So I love the whole, you know, fucking scare me to the end of my 
Tyron was dead, please. That's my shit right there. So, uh, the haunted house wasn't that good. I will say, not that good. Do not recommend Warehouse 31. The wait was two hours. And I feel like once we got in the haunted houses, we were out in like 30 seconds. It felt like, but also, I guess I could say also that we were the last group of like the night. And I feel like, you know, anything you're getting like the last is going to be with like live actors. Like you're going to be tired, dude. You've been doing the same spooky shit for the past like eight hours. There's only so much spooky got left in you. So I get it. I'm sure it could have been better or it is better than what I was given. But that was my experience and it was not the best, but it was okay. It was good enough. There was a couple little spooks, a couple little spooky times. Um, we had this uh this group, and they were also very scared. I think so. Like the first four people in our group were like super scared of this thing, so everyone just kind of went after them, and they kind of just left me and Mallory hanging out my back. So that's pretty much. I guess that also attributes to why it wasn't the best experience, but uh, it was fun nonetheless. So Saturday, Saturday, I was supposed to be at Wrestling United in Franklin, Georgia uh, for Halloween night. I was so pumped for that because I was also wrestling Slade Porter. I love Slade Porter, and I was very much looking forward to that. But then Kevin Ryan's mother, her car that he uses, broke the fuck down on his way back from Rome the night before, and we weren't able to be there. And that sucked dick. So I thought, I was like, well, I'm stuck in this fucking shitty house all day on Halloween, which is my favorite holiday. I was very upset, very sad. But then, who comes to the rescue? Other than Donnie fucking Janella. Damn, I hate giving that guy credit, but, it, you know, he did. He's like, you know what? We're going to this Halloween party. We're going to the, you know, trick-or-treating with my youngster. And you're... You're invited, dude. So, I had to find a costume pronto. So, I just picked out all the colorful shit in my closet and put it together. I said I was a 90s guy. Donnie said to tell people I was either Young Gravy or Zach Morris. So, take your pick, really. I was either one of those three. Any one of those three. Not either. Um, so, we went to Trick or Treaty with my nephew... And then we meet up the other nephews here, and one is dressed like Michael Myers, and one is dressed like a plague doctor, which is timely. You know, I appreciate the, you know, the thought he put into it. And then my other nephew, my little one, he is Steve from Minecraft. While Donnie is dressed like the crow, his wife is dressed like Harry Potter, you know, her usual, uh... And we're going down, we're trick-or-treating, you know, we're getting some houses. And then my man, Michael Myers, he starts turning on the people. We get down to someone's house that we know, and he just starts standing outside of it, putting a knife to his throat, and threatening all the kids that come up with the, you know, slash-the-neck motion. So kids are running from the house now. They won't come up and get candy because they're so scared of the, like, 
two foot or whatever little Michael Myers trying to kill him, you know. So that was fun. I kept uh, agging him on, telling him to keep it up. You know, everyone was like, stop, you're being creepy. And I'm like, hell no, dude. Michael Myers, you're terrifying. You need to scare these kids off. Let these kids know. Don't come around here. Have them feel Illinois. 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 So that was fun, dude. It was fun watching them scare some kids, dude. So that happens. We go back to this house. We're about to go to this house, this Halloween party. And Donnie starts telling the kids the scary stories, dude. And he tells the story about the Mothman. And he says, if you've ever killed a moth in your life, all the children deny that they've ever killed any bugs. Which, you know, could be true. I don't know. I don't know their lives. But Donnie tells them that there is a mothman who flies in the sky and he picks up little kids. They're just the right size for him, you know. And, you know, I know what's going on. I know what time it is. So I'm catching on and I'm like, you know what, Donnie? That's a lie. That's not true. There is no mothman. And he's like, yeah, all you got to do is go outside, spin around three times, close your eyes, tap dance, take a bump, and get up and say Mothman three times. I was like, that's easy to me, dude. And I was like, oh, yeah, whatever. So I go outside. I do none of that, but I do stand outside for about 30 seconds while the uh, everyone's patiently, anxiously awaiting my return. Then I open the door back up and I say, Donnie, that's a bunch of bull. And then I slam the door. I let out a big scream and I take off, dude. And now the children think that I've been taken away by the Mothman. And they are terrified, which is great. So I'm hiding. I'm hiding out and then finally... You know, you give the big reveal that you're not dead. But they all, here's the thing, even no matter how many times I told them we were just playing, they still kept asking me questions about the Mothman. They're like, how was it? How'd you get out? And I'm like, oh, it was fake. Did he let you down? Like, So those kids probably still believe in the Mothman to this day, even though we gave them the Iggy that he's not real. They still probably believe in the Mothman. <laughs> also, ironically enough, and the next morning, I'm talking to my nephew Uriah, and I'm telling him, listen, dude, the Mothman is not real. Like, he's not real. Don't worry about him. He's like, okay. Finally, he's got a little bit of peace of mind. And I go to take a shower, and I, like, pull back the curtain, get in the shower, and I turn around. The first thing, I'm, like, meeting eye to eye with a fucking moth. And I started second-guessing myself. I was like, maybe the Mothman is real, dude. I don't know. So... If you guys see the Mothman, let us know. Hit up the hotline at 555-5555. Hit us up. Let us know if you see the Mothman. Well, I talked about last weekend. Talked about Halloween, what I did on Halloween, dude. Oh, and Sunday. Forgot about Sunday. Sunday was New South, Top Shelf. You know we getting turned. 
over there in that bitch. So it's New South Top Shelf Day. Me and Kevin Ryan wrestled two fly tie and Dylon in the cut. And I'm not going to spoil anything, but Dylon takes a Spanish fly from the top rope. And it's dope, you know. And I take a hip toss backbreaker that will sheep rope my damn back. I've been out of commission, dude. Not going to lie. I have not been able to move for the past two days, which is why I didn't record this yesterday on Monday. I just didn't feel good, dude. I felt like shit yesterday, man. I still feel like shit today, but I know I need to get a podcast episode out for you guys because I'm not one of them people that's going to be like, hey, I'm going to start a podcast and then never fucking do it. Or one of those people who does a couple episodes and then just with no reason vanishes. I'm staying on this shit, you know, because this is like free therapy for my ass. I get to sit here and rant and bullshit every week. I get to talk to some awesome people every week. I get to talk to you people every week, you know. So I'm very excited. Very excited about the future of this podcast. I'm just I'm just happy, you know. My neck hurts, my back hurts, bro. I'm in so much pain. I'm just going to put that out there. But I'll be good. I'll be good because i got a weekend ahead of me. I've got to be prepared for. But Top Shelf, let's tell some stories about Top Shelf. Um, I got a big-ass bucket of candy, dude. I got some Reese's. I got some Fast Breaks, which are like my favorite candy. I got some watermelon Sour Patch Kids, which are also the best. So shout out to Caitlin for pulling through. Also shout out to Mallory. She got me a big ass bag of Reese's and a big ass bag of Three Musketeers. And them shits was good. And I have almost ate every bit of it because I'm a fucking candy fiend, bro. And I ain't shared with nobody. <laughs> but no, actually, I didn't eat any of my three musketeers. Daniel Perez did actually because he's a he's an interesting character. But anyways, top shelf come. You know, I got all this candy. I got to see all these people that I love. You know, and then uh oh, my eyes itching. Sorry. <laughs> So post-show, we go hang out at my main man, Two Fly, Ty. We go hang out at his house, dude. We just hang out with the boys, you know. We all chatting. It's a, we got one half of the Talladega Nights. We may have, you know, a Petty and Pink hanging out, you know. Might have the old Wasted Gin of the ADS over there. Hell, maybe even a Hot Tamale showed up over there. Maybe a, maybe a certain referee, maybe a certain senior official can't have it. Maybe Chris McKinnis's favorite wrestler, Sam. You know, we had a little bit of an after party. We're hanging out, you know, we're doing adult, adult things, you know. And then we go to the Waffle House, we get back. Perez immediately goes into a coma on the floor. Immediately falls asleep face first in the floor. While Kevin Ryan gets a terror reading. Ke- uh, Kevin Ryan, Dylan McQu- McQueen, and Kenzie Page all get terror readings. 
It fucks them up, dude, because I got one and it fucked me up, too. Messed me up, dude. Those terror ratings, they'll just... They'll dip right in your soul, dude. It'll it'll just tell you some shit about yourself. I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. But... So they got in the tarot ratings. It was fun, dude. That's pretty much it, dude. I had a lot of fun. On Sunday, dude. It's Sunday fun day, motherfuckers. And now... Here we are. It's Tuesday. People are voting. People are just fucking voting left and right, dude. Get it? Um, but they're voting everywhere. You guys should vote. I'm not going to, but I hope that you guys do. And I'm not, you know, in discouraging people from voting. I think you should. It's just not for me. It's just not my thing. But um, we're going to take a quick little break here and I'm gonna still talk to you because I'm gonna tell you about my shirts or some shit in this ad you're gonna listen you're not gonna go to the store frontier and I'm gonna waste my time doing another ad but it gives me a chance to go stretch out my back for a few seconds so I will talk to you guys again in just a little bit ladies and gentlemen I've got to remind you that if you want to support Sean Christopher, if you want to support playing with myself, the best way to do so is head over to www.storefrontier.com slash Sean Christopher and pick yourself up some damn shirts, guys. Or it's cold outside now. So get a hoodie. We got hoodies, bro. We got plenty of hoodies over on storefrontier.com slash Sean Christopher. So head over there right now. Pick yourself up a shirt, a hoodie. Pick your kid up a shirt. Pick your grandma up a shirt. I don't care, dude. Pick up a shirt, dude. It's Christmas. You know everybody wants Sean Christopher shirts for Christmas. The whole family does. So get 18 of them and hand them out to everyone at Christmas, dude. And everyone will be happy. But anyways, head over to www.storefrontier.com slash Sean Christopher and buy some damn t-shirts today, baby. Thank you once again for listening and thank you for supporting. And welcome back. I know. It felt like I never left because you heard my voice the whole time. But I promise I went away and I came back. But I talked about my weekend before. But I forgot one thing that I did do this weekend. And I watched on Halloween a match. A match of epic proportions. A match that has been building and brewing for weeks I watched a Halloween casket match between my boy, Dakota Copeland. He took on Biggie B in a Halloween casket match. It's on YouTube. I'm going to put the link in the description for this video. Nope. I sound like a YouTube guy. I'm going to put the link in the description of this podcast my apologies i'll post it 
with the podcast when I post it, you guys have to go check this out because I'm going to talk about it a little bit. I'm not going to give away anything because I want you guys to go watch it for yourselves. But Dakota Copeland basically pulls off a cinematic masterpiece of a match. And here's the thing. It is not a professional wrestling match. It is two kids from high school beating the shit out of each other. We're legit beating the shit out of each other, it looks like. I don't know, dude. I might be might be working my ass. I don't know. In a casket match. But it's so cool because they've literally built a real casket for this occasion. And I'm so, like, that's the coolest thing ever to me. And there's epic music the entire time. There's some shit talking going on. And I will say I'm very disappointed in the result, but that's just me. I'm not a fan of it. I think the wrong guy won, but that's just me. I don't know, dude. Maybe I'm a maybe I'm maybe I'm dumb. Maybe I maybe I'm not the one, you know, the target audience. But anyways, it is absolute madness. Mayhem. You got Gunner on the ref stripes, bro, calling it down the middle kinda, but you know, he you'll see. I'm not going to Here's the thing. I'm not going to tell you guys anything that happened cuz I want you to watch it. But just know it's worth your time. It's like 13 minutes. Not a lot of time. You got 13 minutes to kill. You ain't doing shit else. Go watch this casket match. The music. Everything. It's just. I don't know. It's a masterpiece. I I love it. It's got humor. It's got fucking. My back hurts. Damn dude. It's got humor. It's got some real fist fighting shit. It's got caskets. It's got spooky. It's got everything dude. It's got tables, bro. There's a table bump. Man. Anyways, I I implore you, I think that's the word, to go check it out and see for yourself. Because I think it was absolute insanity in the best way possible. So that's that. You got to go check out Biggie B versus Dakota. For the, for the Biggie V, Biggie V, Biggie B vlogs are on the line, bro. It's a big deal. Big stipulation. Also, Biggie B comes out to American Made. That shit's hard as fuck. So, kind of got me, kind of got me sold right from the jump. But, uh, let's talk about next weekend. What we're up to next weekend. So, well, I guess this weekend, my apologies. November 6th, baby. I'll be in Ardmore, Tennessee. For my main man, Braden Toon. He's running himself a show for the love of pro wrestling. There's so many dope-ass matches on that card. You've got Sean Campbell versus Chris Crunk. There's Kevin Ryan uh, in a triple threat match with Jordan Kingsley and Hunter Drake. Shit's going to be a banger. Uh, there's another triple threat match on that show. It's Braden Toon versus Corey Storm versus Voices, voices, I hear voices. Um, versus Sean Christopher, man, and that's gonna be a that's gonna be a banger. You know, it's been, it was supposed to happen December twenty third of last year, didn't happen. Um, things have things came up, but here we are, dude. November sixth, two thousand twenty. It's for the love of pro wrestling. It's in Ardmore, Tennessee. I suggest that you come out. I highly suggest that you come out because Braden Tune puts on some fucking banger shows, dude. 
And, you know, last year he put on that December 23rd show, Banger, sold that place out more than it's ever been sold out. And I hope to see that all again. I want to see that again this Friday. So I want you guys to be there or be fucking square because you need to be. And November 7th, we've got fucking uh, the saga continues. New South, the saga continues in Hansville, Alabama. Uh, it's going to be a fucking dope show. It's a big show. You've got a very good pro wrestler coming in. you got Boomer Hatfield, Travis Huckabee. You know, all these people that aren't usually in the South are going to be there. It's going to be pretty dope. I know uh, the matches so far. We've got Travis Huckabee and Brandon Williams, which is going to be a technical masterpiece, baby. You got CMD taking on a very good pro wrestler. Boomer against Jaden. I don't have a match announced. Who knows? I might not even be fucking wrestling. You got the Akuto death match. Chris Crunk versus Brett Ison. Loser leaves town, bro. Last time ever. Brett Ison versus Chris Crunk, dude. It's going to be a fucking a wild night. You've got Donnie Janella. And Derek Neal in a fucking strap match for the New South title after he just beat the shit out of Aaron Wade with one. Dressed like fucking Evolution, bro. Adam Priest dressed like 04 Randy Orton. Don't think I don't see it. Anyways, New South, the saga continues this Saturday. Also, um, I'm going to put over the fact that Peach State has a show in Heflin, Alabama this Saturday. Um that I was originally going to be a part of, but and then I was going to do both. But things have happened, and car problems have happened, and I'm unable to do that. But I do still uh, suggest you guys check it out if you're close. If you're up in Heflin, you know, check it out, dude. It's cool to see a pro wrestling show being um, put on in in the city where I was raised, dude. I'm real happy about that, and I was very, very much looking forward to it. It's one of the... Uh, it's one of the... It's like kind of like a life goal. I've always wanted to wrestle in my hometown, and I'm very, very upset that I'm not going to be able to. But you guys should check it out if you're over there, for sure. That's next weekend, dude. Or this weekend, whatever. But let's get into everyone's favorite part of this fucking podcast, and that's story time. And today's story time... Is going to be about some of my first experiences with independent wrestling outside of like Pro South, you know, because Pro South, um, it is very tame compared to some of these Alabama wrestling shows or Georgia wrestling shows on the end of like on the uh, the independent scale. There are some doozies out there, so we're going to talk about those a little bit. So, as a young child, I used to ride to these shows with Mr. Ace Haven and Amy Haven, and boy, were they fucking wild. So, I remember there is this one show that took place in Whitesburg, fucking Georgia. I don't remember. HTC Hard Times Championship Wrestling. God damn, how do I remember that? The all of the seats are church pews, dude. It is in this like garage with this ring, this like little boy ring in a garage. There's church pews for seats. The fucking 
ring announcer talks throughout the entire match. She doesn't actually know anyone's name except for the people that have been there. So when anyone else comes out, she just kind of fucking guesses who it is or just shits on them. It's real funny. And I remember the first night I went there, I saw these wrestlers and I was like, holy shit. Is this what I have to look forward to? This? Is this going to be my future? And I saw this one gentleman. And I was like, I remember asking Ace Haven, I was like, who is that guy wearing a little Punisher bike, Punisher biker shorts? So like, who's that dude? He's the only one here that looks like a wrestler. He's the one that I like. I mean, he looks like he can do something, you know? I kind of like that guy. And he's like, oh, dude, that's fucking, that's old Britt Jackson, you know? And I thought I'd never hear of that man again, but now, goddamn, dude, Britt Jackson is the man. He's now a fucking, a live animal. He used to just be this, like, tall, skinny kid and, in some fucking biker shorts with a Punisher skull on the crotch of it. Old Britta hit Jackson. But now ain't look at him, dude. He's, I guess he got bit by a fucking werewolf. Does that change you into a How do you turn into a werewolf? Or does it just happen? I don't know. That's a good question, Sean. Why don't you ask the internet? I'm going to. I'm going to look that up right now on this podcast. How the fuck do you turn into a werewolf? How does one turn into a werewolf? Okay, how does one get infected? Uh, There are three ways to become a werewolf. You can either be born to parents with werewolf genetics. Okay. Uh, Be bitten by a werewolf. Okay, okay, so I'm on to something. Or I can be cursed by somebody I guess fuck alright well hell yeah dude so Britt Jackson was bitten by a werewolf that's what we're gonna go with maybe his parents have werewolf genetics though who knows Britt Jackson's a fucking madman though so that's fun we saw Britt Jackson at old hard times championship wrestling my man Stanley fucking Somerville running that place. I remember he cuts this promo. He's telling people he'll put his contract on the line. He'll put his daddy's contract on the line in this cage match. I'm sure it was a cage match. Everybody has a fucking cage match. Um, There's this gentleman by the name of Cobra. I don't remember his name, honestly, but it's something with Cobra. And... uh He's telling everybody to pack a lunch, to pack a dinner, to pack a midnight snack, you know, because he's going to whoop the ass all night long, bro. It's also where I met Sea Dog, which became mine and Donnie's favorite wrestler of all time, just because the name Sea Dog, man, that's a fucking dope ass name. Ghosts of shout out to Sea Dog, dude. That dude's funny as fuck, too. So Sea Dog is out there doing it, man. I know there's just one bearded guy. He's fucking. He's talking about how he's flipping a biscuit. That's what he calls a. Uh, what is he? What the fuck is the name of the movie? Monkey flip. He'll get up on the monkey flip position. And be like, y'all want to see me flip a biscuit? Everyone's going wild because of course we want to see him flip a biscuit, dude. Then he flips the shit out that biscuit with a monkey flip. And that shit's dope. And then there's uh, this one place that Donnie and Britt 
went to and uh went to this place, you know, and they wrestled there. There's this place in Alabama, I don't know, I've never I I don't remember the name of it. I don't think they run anymore. Uh but I remember the ring fucked sucked, dude. That ring hurt like a bitch. I did like two two things in it and hurt like a motherfucker. Donnie and Britta wrestling at this place is the first time they've ever wrestled at anywhere outside of where Ace Haven has taken them to wrestle. Uh, you know, obviously that doesn't go over well, but that's a different story for a different time. And they're wrestling these guys that come in the, Donnie comes up to him and he asks him, like, hey, do you know, what do you guys do? And he's like, yeah, you seen Christopher Daniels and fucking, oh, I can't remember the other guy. It's Christopher, pretty much like all the cool TNA wrestlers that you can think of. He's like, yeah, that's my style. And Donnie's like, hell yeah, dude, awesome. You guys are good wrestlers then. They were not. They were fucking terrible. But they kept telling everyone, like, they kept building themselves up as the best tag team, like, in the South. Like, they were, they were the tag team to, like, be. So we all thought, like, me, Brent, and Donnie were like, damn, dude, like, these are the these are the top guys, you know, and you guys are getting to wrestle, and this is a big deal. Turns out, it was not the case, dude. It <laughs> was not the case. They were selling us some fucking wolf tickets. So we got sold wolf tickets. They were not the best tag team. I remember there was a gentleman there who I now know as uh, fucking Gordo Anthony Galley. He's one of the people that want to fucking fight me every time he sees me or whatever. He had this uh, fucking gimmick to where he was like a boxer or whatever. But his like whole stick was... Not that he could wrestle good, not that he could fight well, but that he had the best entrance in on the entire roster. His entrance was the best, and he came out to Uptown Funk, and that's pretty much it. Pretty much all I remember, he came out to Uptown Funk, and he said, I remember he tells one guy, you want to go one on one with the guy who has the best entrance in the building. And the fucking eight or nine people there went, wow, dude. They were crazy. Damn, dude, he does have the best entrance. He comes out to Bruno Mars. We hear it on the radio, you know. Wild fucking toms, dude. Wild fucking toms. And, um... I remember we went to this uh this show in Alabama, you know, called I don't remember Pro Wrestling. I don't remember the fucking name of it, Pro Wrestling, what a show it was. Um and I ring announced there for the first time. That and I was super nervous because it was my first show outside of Pro South. And uh uh I remember there's this one guy there, I'm not gonna <laughs> maybe I will, you know, whatever. But he he has this new theme song, and he just turned babyface. And his theme song is Brand New Man by Books and... Fuck, I almost said Books and... Oh, Books and Dunn. Brand New Man by Books and Dunn. And I remember somebody asked him, so like, hey, Johnny Rage, why did you change your theme Or why did you turn babyface? And he's like... Honestly, I just wanted to use Brand New Man as my theme song. Because he went by the brand new man, Johnny Rage. And he said that the entire reason because of it was just because he liked the song. And he wanted to use it, dude. And I, I got fucking respect for that, dude. That's dope. So, 
Johnny Rage. Shout out Johnny. He can do a fucking moonsault. Shout out Dusty McWilliams too, by the way. The dude, the with the dude with the real best entrance in the building. Honestly, comes out to save a horse, ride a cowboy. He's passing out bandanas. He's high fiving every single person in the crowd, dude. He's the man. Dusty McWilliams is a legend. Speaking of legends, I actually was told a really funny story, and I don't know if. I don't know if she wants it told on here, but, you know, I'm going to tell it anyways. And if she doesn't, I'll get the heat later like I always do. But Kenzie Page. So, what you guys may not know about AEW superstar Kenzie Page is that her very first match outside of her home state of Tennessee, she wrestled yours truly. And Braxton Hunter in a triple threat match, randomly. But... That was her first match outside of Tennessee, and she told me this uh, this past weekend this funny story about how she had thought that I was this, like, big-time Alabama, like, vet. Like, I was this big dude, like, all over the southeast. I'm, like, an Alabama legend, basically, is what she thought when she was coming into this match. And how wrong, oh, how wrong was she when she asked me to take a Canadian Destroyer? And I couldn't fucking take it. Imagine that now, dude. Imagine Sean Christopher not being able to take a Canadian Destroyer. That's wild, dude. Because I can take one in my fucking sleep these days. But I couldn't take one then. She gives me that Canadian. I spring backwards onto her and she just fucking mounts my ass and starts beating the living shit out of me, dude. I'll never forget that. That shit was funny, but shout out to Kenzie Page, dude. I'm not an Alabama legend, Kenzie Page. I'm sorry that you came in with all these expectations that this Alabama vet, this legend in the business, Sean Christopher, was going to take care of you and do well. And then he couldn't take your Canadian Destroyer. But I love Kenzie Page. She's dope, dude. And I'm so proud of her, and I'm so happy that I was able to be her fucking first match out of state. That's cool. That's a cool little notch, you know. I got to see Kenzie Page before everyone knew how awesome Kenzie Page really was. Ooh, my fucking back hurts, by the way, in case you haven't already heard me say that five times. But, anyways, I can't even remember what the fucking topic I was on, dude. I'm so, uh, all fucking flustered now. Oh, yeah. We're talking about out-of-state wrestling. Or, like, the first shows, like, outside of pro stuff that I went to. I remember there was this one show. It's it's also the HT, uh, HTCW, oh, Hard Times Championship Wrestling. But it was in this different building, and it was Donnie's debut match. It was, like, an eight-man tag or something like that. And his tag team, there's, like, a bat that flies into, a shoot bat that flies into the locker room. And Donnie's tag team partner, Chris McCain. Shout out to McCain. Uh, shout out to all the McCainiacs out there. Uh, takes a steel chair and swats this motherfucker down out of midair. Dude. Kills this bat on sight with a steel chair. And that shit's impressive, dude. You ain't ever taken a steel chair shot like that. The one that'll put you in the fucking dirt, bro. So, yeah, dude. I'm just kind of like rambling now. I don't know, dude. Like, I'm trying to think of all these, like, fun wrestling stories of shit that I've 
I've seen, but, you know, things are just going blank today. I'll be honest. But, uh, shit, man, I guess I'm going to head out. <laughs> I guess I'm going to head out. I appreciate you guys listening this week. I'm sorry. It is a short week. Um, But, uh, like I said, dude, I'm doing my own a lot of pain. Make sure you check out the episode that's dropping Thursday with a special guest who I won't tell. I won't tell you who the special guest is. I'll announce it later because I announce it on these things and nobody really ever pops for it. So I will announce the guest later, but I hope you guys enjoyed today. Check it out Thursday, dropping a new one. Um, Thank you guys for letting me talk to you, and I hope that you enjoyed listening to me this week on playing with myself. You know, I give you a little rants. I tell you about my weekend. I tell you about how much my fucking back hurts. And we have a good time. But uh, I hope to see some or all of you this Friday or this Saturday for the... uh, Oh, shit, or this Sunday. Fuck. New Level Pros having another student show in Ardmore. Holy shit, how is my back going to hold up for this? Anyways, fuck. Um... Yeah, dude, check me out Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. I'll be in Ardmore two of those days, Hansful on Saturday. Um, like I said, much love to everybody. I love you guys. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting. If you do, if you don't, you can go fuck yourself. Um, but anyways, I'm going to head out, dude. Thank you for listening to Playing With Myself, and I will talk to you guys again on Thursday.